Welcome to Under the Radar, a show about independent iOS app development. I'm Marco Arment. And I'm David Smith. Under the Radar is never longer than 30 minutes, so let's get started. So you, as the listener, would probably not be aware of this, but um, uh, Marco and I have actually been doing a fair bit of traveling recently, and so we've um, the you know we've been having an interesting cycle of recording shows slightly out of sequence or or bunching them up. But um, for me, the most most recent thing was the last last week I uh, went on a hundred and ten mile uh, Appalachian Trail like uh, backpacking trip. Um, and did it by myself and ended up with a lot of time to, so I guess, uh, as I was wandering around to think about, uh, you know, to think about, think about my work, think about what the things I was making. Um, and as a result of that, I think it came up with it with a topic that would be interesting to discuss here. I guess you could say I developed some perspective, um, Dang. while I, uh, <laughs> while I was out on my walk. Um, and specifically something that I kept coming back to, uh, was this feeling that, one of the things that is the biggest challenge I face in in my work, um, and I think as an independent is something that is a pretty common challenge to um, to deal with, is this feeling of how do you deal with like difficult, hard, um, often not particularly uh, interesting problems that are necessary or are part of the you know the part of the work that you do because. You know, I was as I was walking along, I was thinking about kind of like the tasks that I'd like to do in my apps. You know, what are the big features? What are the things that I want to uh, tackle? And I noticed that almost everything on the list at this point, you know, for a lot of my apps are fairly mature. The things that I run into now um, are these difficult, hard uh, problems that you know, I know we're solvable. It's not like I'm do, doing some kind of R&D thing where I'm, you know, I just want to like go and invent some crazy new thing. It's like, these are problems that I feel like are, should be in the realm of solvable, but they're difficult, uh, but they're hard. And being motivated to tackle them when it isn't the situation that I have, you know, I have a boss who's assigning them to me. Like, here's this feature that you must implement. You know, here's what you're going to work on for the next three weeks. Um, if that were the case, that might be a little bit easier. But, you know, when I have to choose to essentially, I have to choose to undertake the pain that I know is going to be implementing that feature, going down the road of, you know, lots of dead ends, lots of feature, lots of, you know, false starts and, you know, attempts at this, this particular solution that turns out to not work out. Um, being motivated to do that is something that, um, I struggle with, but in retrospect, when I look at it, I always, you know, it's like some of the features that I'm most proud of tend to be, you know, features where I was able to get over that hump and actually start working, um, actually get into it, actually solve it, you know, and then I can look back and it's usually that's the, that's the cool stuff. That's the stuff that separates, um, my apps from, you know, my competitors are trying to tackle these features, um, and one thing that I think, and so as a sort of a, a jumping in point for this, I would have wanted to say is, um, I've always admired with you, Marco, that it seems like these are kind of, these are the features that you uh, almost seem to relish in doing, that going off on these several month uh, like vision quests where you <laughs> dive down into these really complicated, low level um, or hard to solve problems, and then, you know, coming back with really cool solutions 
is something that you know, you've done time and time again for all of the products that uh, you've made. And so as I was sitting there and we're wandering around and being thinking about this, I was like, you know what I need to do? I need to ask Marco, like, how do you um, motivate yourself to tackle those kinds of problems when you know they're going to be difficult um, to get started with? I, I think it's a lot of like what what satisfies you as a programmer? Like what do you most like to do? And you know, this is different for a lot of people. Um typically, you know, what's what's fairly common among most programmers is that we like to generally work on new things at least, you know. So that's that's like one one, you know, big gimme is like you know, we are almost always motivated to to work on something new that's it that interests us. For me, one of those things is tricky low level code some kind of like you know low level dealing with bits or bytes or or sound or algorithm type things that aren't too academically hard uh but that require like low level messing around i always really enjoy that stuff so you know in in overcast there's things like the audio engine um you know all the the effects, the the smart speed and voice boost effects. Uh, you know that that stuff always. I I just enjoy it. And when when there's something like that that I enjoy, you know, like most programmers, I would I think I would rather work on the kind of thing I enjoy, even if it means you know ignoring or procrastinating the more boring things that I probably should also do. I think this is a problem most programmers have. Uh, the only question is what those interesting things are. I mean, to me, like here I was like writing this crazy, you know, watch offline transcoding engine. Uh, and at the same time, I overcast is almost three years old and I've never had an email change form. And my password resets are, I think a little bit broken. That, that is totally backwards priorities. Like I really, I get emails from people. I'd say almost every day saying, Hey, is there a way for me to change my account email address? And the answer is no, there isn't. And there really should be. I should have done that like on week one or week two of Overcast almost three years ago. But I haven't um, because it's it's never, you know, the, the idea of doing that is like, you know, terminally uninteresting to me to the point where anything else that I have to do with the app has taken priority over that for the last two, two and a half years. Um, and... So for me, like diving into these really hard, tricky problems is, you know, it's often procrastination um, and it's off, it's just, it's what I like to do. It's the kind of thing I like to do. Um, for me, like what's, what's heavily motivating usually is either things that are, things that make me money directly, like, like, you know, writing an ad system. Writing an ad system has actually been a lot more work than I expected it to be. Um, it's you know it's not I'm not like writing a whole network like AdSense or anything, but just putting the parts in place to have a decent ad system uh, that's that's bo- that's good for both me and the buyers of the ads and the users uh, and you know and all the different like little management tools you need like the ability to like to monitor how they're doing and give people stats and issue refunds if necessary and things like that you know I, I I'm having to build all this stuff from scratch and, and I'm I've been mostly motivated to do that pretty well because it is directly related to how I'm making money uh, and it's doing well so far. So that, that motivates me on that angle. But also I get very heavily motivated by doing something cool with, you know, with low level stuff, 
You know, like this morning. So we're doing, um, we're actually doing live shows. Uh, we, as we mentioned on on, on uh, this show, I think a couple of weeks ago, uh, we are doing under the radar live at CocoConf at WBDC. CocoConf is running a, a conference called Next Door, uh, which is like literally next door or down the block from the from Moscow or from uh, the San Jose Convention Center where WBDC is being held. And we will we will be doing this show live that week uh, on the Tuesday, which is I think June sixth, right? Uh, at about one forty five p.m. Pacific. And and uh, I'm also we're also doing ATP live uh, the day before the, the evening before at CocoConf. I mean, sorry, at uh, AltConf rather. And so we're doing these these live shows. And I thought, you know, it would be nice if I had a soundboard app for ATP and a timer app for this show, and to to show on my computer screen during the show. Sure. So this morning, I, I I spent this morning writing a soundboard. There are a million soundboard apps out there, but none of them were exactly what I wanted. I wanted, of course, my own custom thing because I'm I'm picky like that. And so I spent the morning writing a soundboard. I was I was woken up early by my allergies. I couldn't breathe anymore, so I figured let's get to programming. Can't sleep anymore, so let's let's get to programming. <laughs> so uh, so that was you know novel. It was kind of dealing with audio stuff because of course I had to build in things like automatically detecting when the out when the output device becomes unavailable and and putting up a little alert thing on the top so I don't. You know, so I, so I notice that if it happens during recording, stuff I'm never going to really need. Like I'm really that that makes no no sense. I, I shouldn't have written my own soundboard app. There's there's many of them in the app store on on the Mac app store. There's probably even more on iOS, uh, and there's probably e- e- there's even more of them outside of the app store. But I wrote it anyway because I had a few hours to kill. I was delirious from waking up too early on allergy medicine, and uh, I decided you know what this is going to be a fun thing to do. And I approached the the watch offline playback thing with pretty much the same motivations, minus the allergy component, because it was at the winter time. And my my motivation there was really like I I want to you know I I, I was I wanted to make this feature, and, and why I wanted to make it, I guess we can get into some other time or maybe later. But I wanted to make this feature, and I knew it was not going to be used by a lot of people but i thought if i'm going to do this feature i need to do it well and the biggest problem was you know on the like transferring files to the watch like there's no i couldn't do smart speed on the watch and the and the file transfers were giant and too slow to to transfer so i decided let me see if i can write a transcoding engine because you know iphones are pretty fast these days and so what this this was kind of like a like a perfect storm of motivations for me to to do something, which is that it was a hard technical challenge. None of my competitors, as far as I know, uh, were doing it, and it it accomplished something that I think most people thought wasn't possible or wouldn't have thought to do. And I love that combination. Like to me, that's a huge motivator. And then to and it. To also involve, you know, this this low level audio stuff that I enjoy so much uh, was was just the cherry on top, and then of course optimization, trying to make the transcodes faster. It's a fun game to play when you're a programmer. Of like, hey, you know, if I if I change the way I do this, it becomes ten times faster. Like, let's see how many times I can do that, and it it, it ends up just being very satisfying. And this is uh, this was one of the problems with being an indie and not having anybody like telling me what I what I need to be working on. 
oftentimes these kind of deep dives into difficult technical features, oftentimes these are not a good idea. Oftentimes they're not an efficient use of your time. In fact, I would say probably most of the time they aren't an efficient use of your time. Uh, but because I define my own you know, to-do list, basically, and, and that's one of the benefits of, of doing your own products, uh, because I define my own to-do list, I basically take the indulgence of doing cool things like this because it, let's be honest it is largely an indulgence to be able to do stuff like this because you know a lot of times you're not going to get paid back on it i mean i did this entire watch offline playback feature and so far it's being used by something like 0.2 percent of users every day it's it's very very low according to my awesome home built analytics which i also built <laughs> yeah. but um there, it's, it actually isn't awesome it is home built analytics i would not describe it as awesome uh but so you know it's it's being used by very few people it probably isn't the best idea for business to have done it, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm honest with myself. But it was a really hard problem that, that satisfied me immensely while working on it. It is right in my, in my wheelhouse of like low-level audio stuff that I enjoy working on so much. And it, it gave me a competitive advantage, even though it's a very, very small one. But it gave me a competitive advantage, at least for the time being. And you know, I'm sure that won't last very long. But for the time being, it's there. And so all those... It, it just... It, it forms motivation like when it has a combination like that. Whereas if you are somebody who doesn't like working on low-level C code <laughs> or you know, dealing with core audio stuff uh, or you know, whatever, whatever your hard problem that's facing you might be, if that doesn't interest you, I totally get why you wouldn't want to do it or you know, why, you'd, why you'd procrastinate it or, or you know, just try to find ways around doing it. Uh, and there's lots of things like that for me, just not this kind of thing. Yeah, because I feel like what I'm hearing is it's the, A, it's like the first step is to kind of try and understand yourself um, and understand what things are going to, ex, you know, what things you're going to enjoy building, are you going to be motivated to build, what's the kind of thing, you know, what would feel like low-level audio stuff just sounds awful to me. Like my little <laughs> experience with that um, has always been... Um, you know, pain and suffering rather than, you know, joy and delight. Um, and so like for me, you know, so it's like those probably aren't the directions to that, um, you know, would, would motivate me to go into. And I think maybe there's something a interesting in understanding that, you know, in you and I in some ways are as similar at, you know, professionally as two people could be in some ways, you know, we've both been doing the same, basically the same job for the last, um, eight years, you know, we do it in fair, in sort of fairly similar ways. We make our living fairly similarly. Um, you know, but even there, even still, we have these very, I think, very different um, preferences and things that we would actually, the parts of the job that we actually enjoy. Um, and so it's good to just, I think, be introspective probably first at understanding, you know, it, it, when I see myself procrastinating, um, I think one of the things that I, I've started to try and ask myself, it's like, why don't I want to do that? Because um, usually there's a reason. Um, and sometimes it's a good reason. And sometimes, you know, it's a bad reason. Uh, but, you know, I end up with lots of, but you end up with, the, you know, this funny situation of at a certain point, like either, you know, when, when you're independent, you either will be in the situation where the thing just won't get done. Um because there's not like there's someone else on the team who it can get punted to. It's like, it's you're, you're going to do it or you're not. Um, and so trying to 
at least understand why you're not doing it. You know, there are many features and I mean, I have whole apps that, you know, I've sort of, I've half-heartedly built or I've, I didn't, you know, it's like for some reason didn't catch my imagination, I guess you could say. It's like if it, if it didn't, if it doesn't have that, get, can't get over that initial hump, it'll just sit there and kind of languish. And even when it might, from a, uh, a business perspective, be a good idea or, you know, from a just an, a utility to the world perspective might be a good thing. Like there's, if it doesn't, catch my attention i know i won't really be able to do it and so it is something that i don't but i think increasingly and this is where i was trying to think i'm sort of coming around to is well while i think that is how i've acted for for a long time now like i look at my my business and i think you know like i think i'm by allowing myself to do the things that only the things that i enjoy i'm probably hurting the effectiveness of my of my business um which is you know which is problematic in some ways but honestly like the the more fundamental thing that i'm starting to worry about and i'm starting to think about a lot more is i'm not getting better um at a very fast rate anymore Um, that you know my skills and my abilities as i go down this with these you know as i keep doing the things that i'm good at and enjoy doing I get better. I get incrementally better at doing those things, but I don't tackle these bigger, harder problems. And you know, it's like your example of uh, like a password reset uh, form or an email change form. Like, it's not that that's a hard tech problem to do, but I know for myself, I have all these features sort of in that vein that I haven't done, um, and as a result, like they're probably disproportionately more difficult to do than they should be because it shouldn't be that hard to do a lot some of these things they're fairly straightforward but if you put them off for long enough and you know at a certain point it actually does become difficult because you become very rusty at doing those kinds of things yeah i mean although honestly it would take a lot of rust to be too rusty to make an email change form but sure uh you know and there's a couple things there i want to unpack um uh, you know one of them the the getting better at new things and learning new things that i think we should get, we should come back to um but also you know i think it's important that you know, as i mentioned like one of the one of the benefits of working for yourself is being able to to look at a lot of the things that that the world wants you to do or that you think you're obligated to do and on some of those you can just say no and, and not all of them uh, you know some of them are more important than others some of them there's there's more ramifications if you if you don't do them you know uh, that that you should think about um, but you know like so many things I think there's a healthy balance to be found uh, you know you're an indie you have the ability to not do stuff you don't want to do uh, and you have the ability as I said earlier to to you know take the indulgence of working on something that might not be worth the time you're putting into it in pure business terms, but that you might want to do anyway. Um, it's, it's kind of like eating dessert. You know, that's, that's why I use, I use the term indulgence because like you're allowed to give yourself that you're allowed to do these, something cool that, that it doesn't make sense for the, from the business. As long as you don't only do that, as long as you don't, you don't do that out of balance such that your business will suffer and you won't be able to do this anymore. Like, and that's, this is a balance that, many many companies and indies have a hard time striking you know everyone has like their pet project they would love to do or their 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 preferred way of doing things and and if it's if it doesn't make sense business-wise to do that 
you can still do it sometimes. You know, you can have fun with things. You can have side projects. You can you can you know take the the indulgence of of doing some kind of like crazy ridiculous thing to make your app one percent better because you just wanted to do it. That just can't be all you do. And similarly, you know, the the list of things that like it's a huge problem if you don't do them. There are a few things on there that that's true for, but that isn't true for the whole list. And as an indie, I feel like you should you should let yourself have that. That's part of, you know, we as indies, we do a lot of a lot more, you know, administration and management of stuff like taxes and accounting and all that stuff. Like we take on a, a lot of burdens there and we also take a huge risk compared to people who work for other people. Um, and I think part of the reason we take that and part of the payoff of doing that is this ability to to, you know, misspend some of our time because we can we can decide to do that as long as it doesn't cause problems for the business as a whole you know as long, as long as we keep everything in balance this episode of under the radar is brought to you by away your luggage shouldn't cost more than your plane ticket and that's why away makes premium suitcases with fantastic features for under 300 dollars. go to awaytravel.com slash radar and you can peruse their entire collection of suitcases all made with premium german polycarbonate the interior of an away suitcase features a patent-pending compression system that is helpful if you're an overpacker. They have a four-wheel, 360-degree spinner system that is awesome for navigating tight spaces, a TSA combination lock, a removable washable laundry bag, and also a great feature, which is a USB power brick integrated right into the case. So when they sent one of me one of these to try out, the thing that, while I'm I love to see that it's, you know, it says that it can charge my phone up to five times. What I was really curious to see is how that would work with something other than a phone. And so I took my 12-inch MacBook, a USB-A to USB-C connector, plugged it in, and it reports itself as a 10-watt charger, which is great. You know, you never know when you're going to need to get some work done and your laptop is running low and you don't have access to a plug. Now you could just plug right into your suitcase. And that's kind of cool. Away believe in the quality of their products. This is why they offer a lifetime guarantee. If anything breaks, they'll fix it or replace it for life. They also have a 100-day trial and free shipping on any order within the lower 48 states. You can live with it, travel with it, try it out, and if at any point you decide it's not for you, you can return it for a full refund. No questions asked. Travel smarter with a suitcase that charges your phone or your MacBook, as I found out. To find out more, go to awaytravel.com slash radar, and you can use the code radar at checkout to get $20 off any of their suitcases. That's awaytravel.com slash radar, and use code radar at checkout for $20 off. Thank you to Away for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. All right, so I think it is worth coming back a little bit to what you said earlier about, um, you know, that you're, you aren't getting better as, as quickly as you used to or as quickly as you want to. Uh, and that's so, you know, if if you do like the indie indulgence, I do what I want kind of thing, like for too long, then this this is a problem that like you will only do the things that you want to do and you won't get better at other things. And I I have the same problem in, in a lot of areas, you know. It's, so, you know, for example, things like I haven't really been pressured to learn Swift because why would I, you know, like as we've discussed, like there's some reasons I, I, I'm kind of interested in it a little bit and, and everything. But like when it comes down to, you know, what I actually do day to day, there's nothing really pushing me to learn it right this second or to convert anything or to write new code in Swift, you know, right now. There is no like, you know, big standard. We also talked about how neither of us are very heavy unit testers. There's nothing forcing us to become heavy unit testers. Um, but, you know, certain things do bring new topics to us and, and new skills to us out of necessity so things like you know when when it, when the app store 
economic landscape shifts around, we're forced to do different types of business models. We're forced to, to try things like freemium and ads and things like that. Uh, and and so I feel like just being in this ecosystem does push us into a few new things here and there, but obviously not you know every kind of thing. I'm, I'm wondering like is there is there a specific kind of area or example that that you feel like you you know should be getting better in but just are not being pressured to i mean i think the hardest thing about that question is that it's it falls a lot in the it's like the it's an unknown uh loss that it's like it's hard for me to know exactly if there's a particular area where i'm deficient because in some ways by the very nature of it being a deficiency being an area that i'm not exposed to being something that i'm not um you know forcing myself to undertake i don't understand what i'm missing out on um and so it's it's tricky like but i think about the situations where like i used to be really scared about dealing with low-level core graphics stuff um, like that was an area like doing animations or things like that, that I used to think were really, it was, it was just this whole, this little black box that I never opened up, that it was just terrifying to me. And, uh, re- more recently, like I've gotten used to that. And like I, in activity plus plus was an area, an area where it's like, I hit this wall where I was trying to make this animation. And all of a sudden it's like, the only way I'm going to be able to do this is if I drop down a level. And so I, it's like, well, I really liked this thought I had in my mind for what the animation would look like. And so I dived, I dove in and I really, you know, like learned all this crazy stuff and got it to work. And it's like, now I have this whole other tool set that, um, I can, you know, as I'm looking at problems in, in, you know, my, my other apps or in new apps, I have this whole tool set that I just completely didn't have before. And these capabilities that I didn't even, like, I, I sort of, intellectually knew probably existed but i didn't really understand what that meant and i think that is like that experience that you can sort of intellectually know that something um is possible but until you've actually done it it can be really you don't really know what you're missing out on and i think when i the the thing that i'm trying to sort of chasing myself with in this experience or like in this thought process that i've been having recently is the I don't know what all those things are that I'm missing and, but I know that they exist and I want to try and motivate myself to tackle problems that are difficult so that I can discover what those things are. Um, Because, you know, the things that I do understand, the things that I have a great handle on are the things that are easier or the things that came more naturally to me. Like another area that I think is something that I'm trying to think about more is having a better understanding around um, graphic design, Um, Mm -hmm. not necessarily in terms of like app design, but in terms of, you know, like actual art type of things and having a better sense of that where like right now it's this big, scary thing that like I could never do that. Um, But I guess history has shown me that all these things that I say, Oh, I could never do that are probably just things that I haven't tried and applied myself to. And, it's 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 an interesting reminder that you know that's the skills that i have now at some point probably look like they you know these other things look to me now do yeah that's fair but you know i I think also like the life of an indie is it's broad like they're they're you know like i think graphic design is a good example because like there are lots of things like deep 
low-level programming things that that we won't need to know or shouldn't know because we have to be a little more broad and we have to also know about things like accounting and and business setup to some minor degree and things like graphic design and marketing like we like there is so much out there that we need to know that like you know you, you might have already picked up lots of these things along the way but you might not be giving yourself credit for them like you, you might you know it sounds like certain things that you perceive as like these big walls that that are intimidating to you in some way that those things count in professional development uh, or betterment but that the the things that you that you pick up along the way of being an independent person and doing things the way that you do them, especially like so thoroughly and and analytically, you've built and picked up lots of skills along the way in that area that you probably don't even that you you probably just you know did it so gradually or so automatically or did it without thinking too much about you know how you were bettering yourself during that time that you aren't even giving giving yourself credit. But that all counts. Like you were getting better. You you've been getting better at lots of things over time. They just might not be like low level APIs. Sure. And I mean, maybe yeah. I think you're it's, you're probably true that I'm being a little, I'm being too hard on myself with this uh, this thought process. But yeah, I think maybe the maybe the the final takeaway to think about this is just I think it is probably a good thing to be conscious of how we're approaching difficult problems to see if we're not doing them or we're not approaching them for the right reasons. Because fair enough, I'm never going to be as good of an icon designer as someone like Louis Mantia. Like, I mean, to be fair, fair enough, very few people ever will. Yeah, right. And so like, it's not like my goal is to do that. It's not that I'm trying to be everything and to accomplish all of like, to, to do everything all my own. But just because I can't get to that end, it's probably still good for me to look at something and say, well, what could I do? You know, what could I learn? What's in what's one area that I can try and solve a difficult problem and by doing so make myself better? And that is almost certainly going to be a productive exercise. And with that, we're out of time this week. Thank you everybody for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.